0: Before we begin the homily, we simply want to offer words of welcome to uh, all of our helpers who made this beautiful display for the remembrance and for those who assisted in the lighting of the candles for our musicians, sacristan servers. Uh, a lot of effort goes into these celebrations and with good reason, because what we do in life echoes in eternity. Is one of my favorite phrases from the movie Gladiator. What we do in life echoes in eternity, the dead live on, not only in as much as we hold their memories dear but because Jesus has gone before us in life and in death and used that cross as a key to unlock for us the gate of heaven to gain access for us to the Father's house. And that's why we have this great contrast between yesterday's All Saints Day and today's All Souls Day. Yesterday, we celebrated every person who was once here who is now at the heavenly banquet. They are saints if they've made it across the finish line. And now we pray for those who are on the way those who have finished their life here on earth, who are now traveling across the rivers of life to the shores of that great undiscovered country. We call it the new and heavenly Jerusalem. Some call it Eden, for others it's paradise, but it is our destiny. It is where we all hope to be, together again on the other side. And so tonight we come remembering people who have died in recent weeks, people who have died in recent months, those who passed years ago. Um, We pray for them. We believe that they pray for us and then one day we will all be together we pray at the heavenly banquet and so we are here to continue assisting families in their grief but to remind us all this is our loss not theirs though the people we remember tonight range in age from the womb to 100 all of them have made their mark all of them have made an impact on this world That God made for them and made them for this world, but more importantly, he made them for himself and us as well. We are all made for more and marked for majesty and called to live for heaven here on earth so that like our friends, when we begin our journey from this life into eternity, we'll have plenty of people praying for us and plenty of works of mercy, plenty of treasure stored up for us in heaven that will speak well for us on the judgment day and with Saint Peter at heaven's gate. When I was seminarian, and this is too long ago, too many years ago to be numbered, let's say a quarter century ago, uh, I lived in Rome. There's an American seminary there, and I was there for all my years of graduate school, and all of us get assigned a task, some volunteer work, some apostolate that you have to fulfill out in the city. At first, I was working with refugees from Romania in a shelter by the train station until they had a knife fight in there and they wouldn't let us go back. And I said, I'm from Flint, that doesn't scare me. But then I was reassigned to a cemetery. I was to be a guard and a guide in a cemetery, but it wasn't just any cemetery, it's the cemetery in which St. Peter, our first pope, is buried. It's right underneath St. Peter's Basilica, completely enclosed, it used to be above ground. Then they buried it to build that church And there I was able to take pilgrims from all over the world uh, through the streets of a first century cemetery to the tomb of our first pope. They they can visit Jesus' tomb, but they can't see Jesus' bones in Jerusalem. If we find Jesus' bones, I'll be out of a job. But you can go to Rome and you can see and pray at the tomb of Peter, and his bones are visible. And being down there in that cemetery with people who were believers and people who were non-believers, people from so many different countries and cultures and languages, gave me a whole new respect to the need to pray for the dead but also how many people differ in what happens to us when we die Uh, i'm reminded that saint paul told the thessalonians christians do not grieve like those who have no hope our experience of death should be forever changed if we believe in the resurrection because then this is not the end of a one-act play it's the end of the beginning and the beginning of eternity and we are reminded that not just on all souls day do we pray for the dead the dead are remembered in every mass the dead are prayed for in every church and that's in honor of that christian history that was surrounding me all throughout my time in that cemetery in rome but remember that used to be an above ground cemetery that means that it was extremely unlikely that peter would have been buried there it was a pagan cemetery the christians they weren't buried above ground in ancient Rome they were buried in the catacombs. Why? Because it was a crime to be a Christian, to practice your faith above ground and publicly would have had you with a big target on your back, surely to be scourged. And so our Christian ancestors, they celebrated the Eucharist in the catacombs, surrounded by the tombs of the martyrs. And how many there were? 10 of the original 12 apostles, 25 of the first 31 popes, all martyrs for the faith seemed that there were as many people lining up to die for their faith as there were people lining up to be baptized into it because they longed for a kingdom where they could be free because in this world, the only new oppression were worldly powers were against them. But from the very first moment that the Mass was celebrated, our Christian ancestors have been surrounded by the dead, by the saints, by the martyrs, as they celebrated the Mass of the Lord's Supper, where heaven comes down to earth when bread becomes the body of Christ. And in every altar, we have the relics of the saints encased there. Once again, a communion of saints. The church on earth, the church in purgatory, the church in heaven, all praying together for the same goal, that all of us might keep the faith, that all of us might compete well, that all of us might finish the race. And so tonight we pray for those who have finished their race that are now crossing the finish line. But we also hope that one day they'll be praying for us that we will have the strength to complete the journey as they have so that we will increase the likelihood that we will see them again. And so, my friends, remember that Christians do not grieve like those who have no hope. Let us remind ourselves that we believe in Jesus. We believe in heaven. We believe in the resurrection. And knowing and believing all these things... Yes, we still weep because we love and we miss those who are near and dear to us, but perhaps they become tears of joy when we are heightened in our anticipation that they live again, that we will see them again, that they suffer no more, and one day all of us will celebrate All Saints Day together on the other side.